0: Live.
1: Hi everybody, it's Mark Messier, and you're listening to Blue Shirt Underground Show, the number one Rangers podcast. Make sure you tune in to find out all the latest news. Let's go, Rangers. <laughs> Blue Shirt Underground. Did you really get a 2 pet
2: No, it's not a 2 to get one. Can't be as arranged,
0: bad. Can't be as arranged bad. This is an unlawful gathering. This is an
1: unlawful
2: gathering. out there the truth is out there this is the underground this is new
1: media this is the underground this is new media thing fans, report the critical thinking agar think fans report what's the critical thinking agar and now here is the starting lineup for the New York Rangers and now here is the starting lineup
0: for the New York Rangers New York Rangers locking. This is 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 New York Rangers
2: Good evening and welcome to the Blue Shirt Underground Show with Jim and Eddie. Today is Tuesday. It is October 8th. And your New York Rangers are undefeated. Undefeated in two games. Two beautiful wins the rangers coming up with a big win at home the big win on the road and here to join me on the other side of the window is the one and only eddie geik eddie good evening how are you sir
1: good evening my friends yes we are two and zero, undefeated in the middle of a bye week uh <laughs> rangers uh showing some fortitude i'm doing well uh and uh, so far, so good, man. I got nothing to complain about, really. I mean, let's face it; we always have something to complain about <coughs> uh, as Ranger fans. But
2: oh, we will find things.
1: Yes, well, there, there are some minor things, but uh,
2: other than that,
1: things are moving along swimmingly. I think, and uh, I'm I'm doing pretty good. I got a little sty in my eye. Does anybody had, have it?
2: A... I had one of those a couple weeks ago. Really. Is there yeah, any whether,
1: home remedy for a sty in the eye?
2: Well, uh, warm compresses, lots of them. Okay. I had to take. Well, I went to the doctor. The doctor gave me an antibiotic. I had to take for three or four days, and warm compresses. Actually, I got to stay home from work for a day, so it wasn't all bad. Oh, but, that's uh, not bad. Yeah, very painful. Very painful. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was over here in the in the left eye. Uh, yeah, warm compresses, lots of them. So okay. that'll that'll Take the swelling down. Get the the infection. Uh, it'll it'll take care of the swelling. But if it gets bad, you should have an antibiotic because you don't want to. It's your eyes. You know Which
1: an antibiotic did you get? I might have some lying around.
2: I you could, don't remember. couldn't remember the name of it. Uh, okay. I don't know. Tryptophan. Cephaflexin, cefalexin, tryptophan, Xana, I don't know. Okay. Cialis. I don't know what the hell it was.
1: So. Uh- yeah. Let's get down to business. Let's get down to beeswax. Rangers are 2-0 oh, in the middle of a, a tale of two games, I think. Yes. I think they were vastly different. Uh, I don't know where you wanted the jumping off point to be.
2: Start with opening night?
1: <laughs> opening night, Madison Square Garden, Leah falls over a television cable.
2: <laughs> what? which was
1: a valued asset in this league.
2: First round draft pick coming on the ice. Hey, the guys are skating on the ice. Nah, that wire should be fine. Who is the... How, can we not go wireless?
1: Well, this technology has not
2: been invented yet. I mean, I mean seriously. I could I could sit in my house and broadcast a video show on Facebook off 10 satellites... And with the Bluetooth technology, there's no wires on my headphones. But the Rangers can't. I mean, the Rangers got to have this put this wire. We got we got one of our, our key players in this rebuild that we are in month 19 of. We got this guy falling on his tukus on, on the ice on opening night.
1: It just, it just shows you how cheap MSG is. <laughs> Whether it's in-house or whether it was the broadcast, I don't know who was involved in this.
2: Could you imagine if that was Hank? Oh my god. You would have saw like you would have saw people parachuting in from the stands to massage him back to health.
1: And guys would have been fired on the spot. Right, right. The cameraman with his head down as he has oh, to leave the Joe eye.
2: Fell on his keister, Joe.
1: You just can't have that. <laughs>
2: and uh, uh he sure did fall on his ass didn't he sam
1: i was annoying i mean i was really like i was like oh now people are saying well he should have walked to a different side of the uh the cable mm-hmm. what is this guy it's opening night he's all jubilant he's raising his hands he's getting all excited he's got to worry about a damn cable right break right go wild what are you adding anyway to the broadcast what angle were they showing anyway? I never saw that angle. I never saw the angle they showed. uh so annoying. So uh,
2: just insanity.
1: And then the Rangers proceeded to be hemmed in their own zone for two periods. Right. <laughs> I mean, it was a great victory because, you know. But uh, I'm a little leery about going. I mean, I it was so exciting anyway because Mika's have been a jad. Panarin and Bukdevic. And it just, I mean, it's just so dynamic and so fun to watch. You're like like Panarin's like a real stud, like like the real deal, not these fake studs. You know, we've had some studs, but like they're not like game changers. Like Marion Gabrick, for all the goals he scored, wasn't a game changer. Rick Nash certainly wasn't a game-changer. He changed the game for the worst for the Rangers.
2: <laughs> he was a penalty-kill-changer.
1: He was a penalty-kill-changer, exactly. So this guy is like, teams are matching him, and it's not working just like it used to do when we used to match lines. Oh, they're going to get Peugeot to Mac. Uh He's going to be watching Panarin. No, no. Panarin's just owning everybody. And uh, the Pinnacle looked look like a. He's just making straight lines to the net. He's just like, I know I'm playing with so much confidence. And that was good to see in the first game. But, I mean, and I know you don't want to hear. And Hank led a a couple goals that I thought were questionable. But but he really
2: said, how dare you? How dare you? (laughs) Oh, my God. How could you say that? What's he supposed to do? <laughs> He's got rant. Brady Shea in front of him. How dare you? Oh, how dare you?
1: But to finish my thought, <laughs> he saved their bacon in that game. But
2: made some key saves late in the game.
1: Yeah.
2: Because, I, I thought... because the Jets were running at, that, uh, who is it, uh, Wheeler and Giant Line A and, A and, and Shifley. A. Every other shift, in the late in the third period, and he he did make some big saves oh, towards kept, the end there.
1: Yeah, I mean, I again we're objective. If he plays well, we give him his accolades. If he right. doesn't play well, we we're on him.
2: But some of the goals he gave up in that Winnipeg game were bad goals. They were bad.
1: Yeah, there a couple I would I think he would take back, and I think even um, Don't be Micheletti said that.
2: Oh, I, Sam, he'd like to take one of those back, Sam. Yeah, and and the bottom line is they did not play well. They didn't play well on defense in that Winnipeg game, I, I, and that's why the pairings got all jumbled up for the for the Ottawa game, which we'll talk about in a few minutes. But the but um the bottom line is, you know, he's thirty seven, going on thirty eight. He's faced a lot of shots in his career, and he just he can't make up for defensive lapses like he used to. And there's going to be defensive lapses, a which means lot. there's going to be bad goals. As long as you have Mark Stahl and Brady Shea out there and Tony D'Angelo, there's going to be defensive lapses.
1: Oh uh, yeah, and you have young guys like Leibor Hayek who didn't have a good game that first game.
2: Not the first game.
1: Yeah, not the first game. Second like game, I thought he played. Yeah, uh, Adam Fox played pretty decent, but he still was very nervous in the beginning of the game.
2: Oh, they were all—they all had the yips, as you would say.
1: All had the Yips and the, the forwards really didn't give much help. there was the forecheck check by the Jets in that game was relentless for yeah. two periods and and that's what the Jets are known for but on the other hand the Jets the Winnipeg Jets are uh, they're not very good like they have those forwards but their defense is terrible. And I was really perturbed that the Rangers couldn't get more zone time, Uh, you know, uh, with them. I thought that that worried me. But the Rangers just capitalized on every opportunity. And uh, you got some unlikely goal scorers in that game. Mark Stahl scored.
2: Yeah. Open Uh, the season with the scoring.
1: Yeah. So, uh, you know, it it, it was, I think, uh, what's it called? Bert Howden scored.
2: Brett Howden scored the game winning uh, goal.
1: Yeah. So it worked. It was it's the first game I'm not going to like I
2: I'm mean like a part. We're not we're not bloggers.
1: Right. I, I mean I think every one of the defensemen maybe other than Truba and and Fox looked terrible. I mean, I didn't see anybody doing anything good out there. But
2: what about Stall and his his block shots?
1: That was the second game. Oh, that
2: was the second game. That's right. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. That was yeah. the Ottawa. Well,
1: game. Yeah, they they uh, that's that's the new thing now. The uh, DeAngelo, be DeAngelo's being held down by anybody he plays with. This is the same thing that's going on with Chris Kreider now. Is that uh, Chris Kreider doesn't have? If you put him on the Panarin line, it's a whole different story. What? No, it's not because. Karate can't capitalize. Stop even getting excited when he gets a breakaway. He can't finish.
2: He's got no, no hands. No hands. No hands.
1: He's so frustrating. He is. This guy has everything, and it just – I hope he proves me wrong. I hope he gets 40 goals and the Rangers resign him now that they've made cap a little bit of cap room. First of all, before we discuss that uh, – well, I guess if we can discuss that – Vladimir Nemestikov is no longer a ranger.
2: Yes, which we will we will get, we'll get to, to as well. Now, I also want to mention, and I posted this on our page and in the group today. We want to start seeing some new people come on video with us here. There's nothing against Coaster or Connor or or, or Mike Halleck, but you know, we got we got twenty five to fifty people watching this show every night, and we get the same three people calling in. Matt Morello, where are you? John Riggs. How about you? What about Terry Lin is here? Chris Johnard. All you got to do is download the B Live app. I put the I put the link to the to the Google Play and the iTunes. If you have Apple or Android, you can go get the B Live app, and then all you got to do is click the link that I post in the in the in the chat, which I just did again. Adam Bartolo, how about you? Patty Duke, how about you? Just download the app, click the link, and come on and say hello.
1: I'm gonna call in today. I think.
2: All right. Well, it's about time. <laughs> I mean, you know, we we want to see some we want to see some people here.
1: Well, yes, it's a, I can see a lot of people are uh, not as uh, extroverted as me and you. So yeah, I mean, but yeah, come but...
2: on, if you can if you can have if you can have a phone call on FaceTime or or Facebook Messenger, you can come on here and say hello and. You don't have to come on here and break down the game, or or give us a heat map, or a, or a spray chart. <laughs> come on, say hello. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you don't think. Tell us you got nothing.
0: I don't care.
1: Uh, so, uh, era, era. so, um, well, when I mentioned sure. that Hank saved our sure. bacon, or he gave up some, you know, maybe not so great goals. You got a little bit uh, that the hair got raised. Uh, you raised your temper level there. What was the? Uh, what, is this what's going on in the uh, the Twitterati? The Twitterati, uh, you know, the Twitter sphere, so to speak.
2: So we're going to talk about that in a little bit. Okay. But I can tell you that you know, of course, the fans—they were all over Stall. They were all over Shea. Uh, they were all over Smith. Uh, they're all over Strom.
1: that that's the one i want to talk about if you want to talk about that why the hell first of all when i say first of all you know it's going into a rant because now I'll never, I'll never get to the second of all but this guy scored 21 goals for the rangers now, I know you guys out there thought that this was a complete fluke. It very may well be a fluke that he got 21 goals. We got him for goddamn Ryan Spooner. What the hell do you want? So now, for the first time in many, many years, we have a legitimate first-line center in Mika Zibanejad, which they bitched. And they moaned, and they pissed all over themselves. We'll
0: never have a number one center. we we'll are never going anywhere.
1: So now that we have a number one center, now it's shifted to the number two center. And because the guys they love, Chris Kreider and Capo Kako, are not off to the starts. We'd like them to be, Ryan Strom is terrible. Oh, I gotta tell you, it's like he has Ryan Strom, uh What would the guy say? Uh, Ryan Strom syndrome. I don't understand. It's terrible. This guy's would awful. Would
2: that be a? Would that be a syndrome?
1: Yes, Ryan. Like Down syndrome.
2: <laughs> Down syndrome. Down
1: syndrome. <laughs> all, right. I, all right, I give that guy credit for coming on with that dark dark politically incorrect saying but it's like dude it's game two you gotta put it back in your pants it's just not worth like getting like crazy over nobody's playing well other than the first line right so just why is it why are they releasing the hounds on this guy
2: Every, it's it's everybody. It's everybody. The two-game evals are in. Strom sucks. Stahl sucks. Shea sucks. D'Angelo sucks. The two-game evals are in. I mean, I, I, I saw some ridiculous things. We'll talk about it in a little while.
1: What happens when they start losing? I mean, 2-0 and everybody sucks. Right, right. these people.
2: What if they were 0-2? Yeah.
1: Uh. Yeah, and I think I guess you know what it's it's turned into. There's different factions. It's not like we're just rooting for the Rangers to win. That's the bottom line. Everybody has players they want in and want out, and it's right. like the different factions clash. Right. I think that's a lot. And I, again, I think this is a effect of the uh, video game era when you you can make your own lines and slot people where you think they are, and like you know. Ryan Strom is only a 68, but if we put Philip Heedle in there, he's a 72. <laughs> you know, like, 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 it's all that like that stupidness. Um, when it basically, it's the coach who knows best. He's the guy who works hardest in practice. A lot of eating factors that just straight skill, you know. But, We got to get rid of Ryan Strom. He's too old. He's twenty five.
2: He's aged out.
1: He's twenty. Aged out. It's like people are legitimately rooting against him. Right. When you start rooting against certain players on your team to fuck up, you need to check. You need to take a break from your team. Right. You know. But I will uh, go with Ryan on the uh, the Brendan Smith thing. I just shake my head at. He must be one of those guys that works hard in practice, and the
2: coach trusts. It's a yeah. It's a head scratcher. I mean, is he is he is he really hurting him right now? So far, right two now, games, no. is he hurting him?
1: He's got an empty net goal, right? I right,
2: but I mean, I just I can't get people get so worked up. About two games into out. the season, it's October, and people are just obsessing over. Over who's who's in the lineup, who's sent down, who's not playing. And oh, Kraftsoff was scratched on Sunday. People went ballistic. Why? Right. I thought he's there to play. Why isn't he playing? This is a waste. They're gonna they're gonna waste his talent. It's game two. People are just ridiculous.
1: You know what it is. But we're gonna get
2: into that in a little while. Okay. I'm just kind of I'm previewing it a little Preview bit.
1: So, yeah, I mean, it, collectively, it wasn't the greatest ever. I think the coach articulated that. Now, Jim, I, I saw this on another Facebook page that I actually like, and I, I need corroboration from you guys. Did David Quinn say uh, something to the effect that Hank has to play well all season, not just the first half? Uh, that going to be corroborated?
2: Oh, I don't know. He may have said something like that.
1: Because that's, that's pretty ballsy because you're going up to get the king, the shampoo man. I think that's kind of like right. uh, I'm the big dick around here now. That's for right. lack of a better word.
2: Players have been killed for less.
1: Yes. Yeah, sent off to Arizona. <laughs> right. Calm down. Uh, so, I don't know. I mean, it's uh, it's – it's – I don't know if it's just the the way sports is so polarized now, and so it's it's just beyond the pale of like crazy. Like, I mean, don't you have other things to worry about, like <laughs> in your life that you got to worry about? Igor uh, Vitaly Krasov, he's going back to Russia. They're treating him badly. Like, uh, if he goes back to Russia. My- yeah, he's not going back to us. First of all, that's just stupid. But uh, uh, Sean's saying, coincident um, to Colin Stevens, excuse me, but it wasn't mean spirited. He was trying to say that Hank can't play every game. Thank you, Sean. Okay. So, yes. Everybody's talking about the Papa Johns now. Now we can actually score. Maybe we should start our own.
2: Are they Come not on. doing that anymore?
1: Nah. I think they got rid of that last year as well.
2: well wasn't, wasn't last year when they did the uh wasn't that when they had the pizza night that turned into the big the big joke and uh, we are ready to consume the pizza. Turned I don't know. Last year's
1: a blur of
2: that running joke. Horribleness.
1: <sighs> it's right. Todd McGon- McConnell is right. It's like, remember when we had real crisis? We gotta cut well, two and out. Oh. Right. These people are flipping out.
2: Flipping out. So. You know what it is? You know what it is? This is part of it. This is this is not This is really not directed at this is not directed at any one person or any one website. But there we've got too many blogs and we've got too many podcasts. It's just everybody thinks I think people just think their opinion is way too important. These blogs that are out there—I mean, look—I'll flat out tell you to anybody that'll listen that this show is just about nonsense and being funny and being entertaining. You're you're not going to learn a whole lot about the about the game of hockey. You'll learn about Ranger history, but you're not going to learn. You know, we're not going to break down a game for you. We're not going to show you heat maps and spray charts and all that shit. But with all these blogs that are out there and and they've all got a podcast. I've been seeing ads on Twitter. There's another new one. Which I think brings our total now to six thousand two hundred and twenty-eight Ranger podcasts. Uh, You know, everybody and 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 they get their following and they get these guys. Everybody's, you know, these cults that they that they start and everybody's just—it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous what's going on out there. We're going to talk about that in a little while.
1: (laughs) We keep kind of talking about it, but all
2: right. (laughs)
1: So, uh, I mean, and like I, I just have to say, man, I I'm, that power play is ridiculous. Our power play, ridiculously in the good way.
2: It is. I so mean, they just.
1: I mean, the zone time that they spend, and Truba, Truba's like everything I thought Shattenkirk was going to be. He gets the <laughs> puck to the net. He's shooting. <laughs> I mean, this guy is, uh, you know, and I do see. I'm starting to see why he
2: <laughs> Truba does. Truba, Truba does. Truba does what about ten guys that came before him were supposed to do and never did. Right? <laughs> right finally he... got it right.
1: Get you Keith Yandel. That's uh, for my man Tony Santiano. He's the biggest Keith Yandel proponent. Hates AV because he traded Keith Yandel. If that was true. I think Keith Yandel was a free agent, wasn't he? Anywho.
2: Uh no, he was a trade. He was? Yeah, wasn't he? Yeah, no, it was an, I know he got ridiculous Anthony, money. Anthony Duclair was traded for Keith Yandel, wasn't he?
1: No, but I mean when he left.
2: Oh, when he left, yes. Yeah, he left as a free yeah. And I believe uh, he was replaced by the great Dan Boyle.
1: <laughs> Lovely fellow.
2: Yes. Yes. Ch- <laughs> Chipper chap. <laughs>
1: Shimmer chap that guy Well I will uh, just on the piggyback On what you said about uh, this broadcast I think this broadcast If one thing I've learned A lot of uh, Stuff While doing this show That I try to impart on other Ranger fans Uh, I used to be very impatient And I learned that It's a long season Um, You know It's Uh, yeah, you're not gonna get the inside scoop. It's not like I'm hanging out with my press hat outside Madison Square Garden. Like (laughs) so tell me now. (laughs) Capo.
2: Ladies and gentlemen in all the ships at sea.
1: (laughs) Capo Caco? have you hit the wall in game two? (laughs) Yay and nay. You know, Um, I'm not like that or you know, scoop guy hanging outside. (laughs) You know. Mark Stahl, is he keeping Tony D'Angelo uh, from scoring? Because he's so bad.
2: See, Matt Morello just reminding us that we don't pretend to be experts here. Yandel was sent to Florida before he hit free agency for a draft pick. That is correct.
0: You know, see?
1: Half the time I have to ask what happened. Right. Like, you know, really? They traded that guy.
2: Uh, our memories are pretty good, but they're not perfect.
1: No, I mean I follow this stuff. It's, it's a good. I always in the old, the olden days, between periods, you would hang out and talk with a lot of the people from different sections. And, in between periods, and talk about the game and the players. And this guy so and this is what I think this is like. It's like fans getting together in between periods, talking about the Rangers. Right. You know, sometimes getting crazy, sometimes uh, making good points you know the exchange of ideas between all of us it's not just t- us saying our ideas and you don't people don't get to respond or counter like right. predominantly all the other podcasts so and listen i've been turned around by a lot of uh things that have been said jacob truba wasn't even who was even talking about jacob truba other than rock
2: that's right
1: and I was like Jacob, tell me about his game because I don't know anything about Jake. I didn't pretend to know about Jacob Truba. Right. How many Winnipeg Jets was I games was I staying up late to watch? Right. So it's a whole, it's a group thing, and uh, I don't. I'm not going to pretend that I know more. Uh, I I want to be wrong. I want Tony D'Angelo to get 20 goals and be a first line center. I mean first line uh, pairing defenseman. Do I think he's got, I mean, in my expert opinion of watching Honey, do I think he's got first-line potential, first-pairing defense uh, potential? No! And I'm going to say so. And also, if, I find that if you go on the negative side of things, most likely you're going to be right. Because, you know, 95%, you're wrong. I mean, I mean like, if you make a prediction of, like, superstardom, You know what I'm saying? Right. It, it, for some reason injuries or whatever. So
2: like like Brandon Dubinsky is gonna be the next Cam Neely. Yeah. That was a good one.
1: <laughs> or uh Neil P- Pi is Tory Krug light. Right. Although Piank's got a goal, I think, this year.
2: Scored against the Devils. Yep. Scored the tying goal against the Devils last night or the other night as the Devils blew a four goal lead. See,
1: there's another instance. Me and Russ Cohn were on here saying, "Wow, oh, the Devils are going to be the best team. Well, first two games, they look terrible. Terrible. They blow that lead and then they get crushed. Was it 7-2 by Buffalo or something like that? I mean, good. And they, uh, we were talking about that broadcast before the show. Jim thinks he sounds like um, Patrick from uh, – Danico Ken, sounds like Patrick from Spongebob.
2: Ken, Ken Danico sounds just like Patrick from Spongebob.
1: To me, he sounds like Jesse Ventura or the my Pillow guy.
2: <laughs> Mike Blydell? Yeah. My name is Mike Blydell, and I'm so sure that you'll like my pillow, and I'll give you your money back. <laughs> then you got
1: Cangelosi there with the fake announcing voice. Well, Dano. Anyway. We digress. So basically it was game one, but it was exciting, man. Home win. Our choice, Winnipeg. And Winnipeg has to play three games in four days. Rangers are off for a week. Dumb scheduling. Why are they having these games in Czechoslovakia and all this Bratislava and all this bullshit? Well,
2: they do this every year, don't they?
1: But is not hockey popular around the world? Why are we trying to? Doesn't make any sense. It's terrible. Like for teams like Chicago, what did they played one game last week.
2: It's all about the jing. It's all about the money. It's all about, it's the, all money. about the money. Uh, you know, you, you were talking about the uh, you were talking about the Rangers power play, and Adam Bartolo said it's the best power play in 20 years. I, I would argue that. It's the best power play I've seen so far. And, again, this is just based on preseason and the first two games. But it's the it's the best power play I've seen them have since Yager was here. And if you watch Panarin, he does exactly what Jaromir Jager does on the power play. He goes to the half wall, and he directs the power play. If you watch him, he's constantly pointing where the puck should go with his stick. Constantly. Which is good. Which is good. Yeah, Brian McCabe.
1: Yeah, well, you know, listen, Kreider is extremely good to get in front of that net. So, I mean, he does add that thing, but I don't know. And I'm just worried that Buknevich is going to become more of a passer than a shooter. And with Panarin dishing off as much as he does, and we are reminded nightly, the two nights. But Joe Micheletti, what a terrific passer Panarin is. Um, And he is. Uh, I want to see them be like Mika, where they're just shooting and shooting. And, like, I don't want – I want Buknevich to see – let's see if this guy can get 30 goals on this line. He should be able to. I don't want to see him passing still. So, I don't know. I, there's nothing to complain about with that uh, with that line, and there's nothing to complaining with the power play unit. Um, I mean who who do you think so far in the two game evals? You see, it's just it's just not a good fit for him. Like they could do
2: better. I I, I can't even uh, I can't even really come up with that yet. OK, I, because because like you said, I feel like the two games were were vastly different. The first game, I felt like they were they were very nervous. I I I thought the defensive pairings were bad. They were much better in the second game. So in, in three weeks when they play another game, maybe then I'll have a better, <laughs> I'll have a better. Yeah, hand no, I know. When they come back in November and they've played three or four games by then, maybe then I'll know a little bit better what they're. What they're all about, but I mean, you know, the bottom line is they're going to have to figure out a way to get these other lines going. Who's going to, you know, who's going to play? Who's going to score? Who's going to play center on these other lines? Who's going to, who's going to score?
1: And as Ryan Leach is saying, isn't isn't
2: headed for a 240 point season? No, know. so no.
1: And Ryan Leach just said at the second game, Ottawa's
2: bad. They're a mess. They, they are. are. They are in as bad a shape as any sports franchise I can think of in the last twenty years. I mean, they're Dolphins bad. They are Jets bad. Uh, at least the Jets have some parts, though. I what? mean, uh, the come on, the Jets have their franchise quarterback. You, you're gonna make me defend the fucking Jets now,
1: dude? That I I, I don't want to stray off, but that that loss yesterday was oh well, it was one of the worst I've ever ever. Ever seen? I don't know if you saw that field goal attempt. It was one of the worst field goal attempts I've ever seen. It was so wide and it's so short.
2: I, I actually, I actually didn't get to see any of the Jets game. Usually, I'll, I'll, I'll catch them because. But now the Giants and Jets are both so bad that they don't care about playing them at the same time anymore. So that never used to happen. Yeah, They'd always be on different times. The Jets and Giants would never be on at the same time. And now it seems like they always play. They want to
1: get it over with.
2: Right, get it over with. They put the Jets and Giants on at 9 o'clock in the morning if they could get away with it. (laughs) So I Um, did not get to see any of the Jet game, but I I didn't hear good things.
1: Uh, But I had my own
2: problems on Sunday. Right
1: well Ottawa is terrible I mean bad damn and, and sc-
2: i I didn't realize i I read an article um i don't know I don't know where i where I found this article but I was just reading about what a what, I knew the ownership situation there is bad but I didn't realize how bad like this guy's been their owner for like 15 years, and he ran a pharmaceutical company, and he's been sued left and right. I mean, there were hundreds of lawsuits against this guy. And their arena arenas 40 miles from Ottawa, and he doesn't, he doesn't want to put up any of his own money for an arena. He wants the city to build him an arena. I mean, they're just a mess.
1: And uh, talent-wise, when I saw Tyler Ennis out there, I'm like, what? Uh, I mean like, like these like guys that have just like been mediocre forever and like it was pretty bad. I mean, it was really bad. And the Rangers, you know, I still, I still think they got outshot that game, but the, the chances they did have were super quality. and uh, Georgiev was stellar in that game. He is. Uh, I. I got to tell you, I was very. I'm always very skeptical of these. These uh, backups at first, and really, I shouldn't be because of Benoit Allaire. Speaking of which, on opening night, did you see the, the applause that Benoit Allaire got?
2: Place went nuts for it because they know. They know. They know that without him, Henrik Lundquist is a seventh round pick, and there's no, there's no Cam Talbot. There's no Mackenzie Skapsky. There's no anti Ronta. There's no anti Ronta. There's no, no nothing. Without Ben Wilder, you know what Henrik Lundqvist is? Kirk oh, McLean. Oh, come on. He's Kirk McLean.
1: Well, you know, it was just am- amazing that the fans did know, and I think he got just as equal cheer as Quinn did. It's like,
2: I so, yeah.
1: And, uh, Georgiev is making a believer of me. Um, uh, and I think they, which we'll, we'll talk about, they had JD on and the Ottawa game. The president of the club was live talking to uh, John Monotone and uh, Micheletti, and he was, I mean, come on. We would have ever seen that with Glenn Sather?
2: No, thank God. Right. Uh, you know, like I said, like I said to you the other night in our group thread, he didn't really have much to say, but it was just the fact that he was there and he was just saying, I, I just keep repeating what I've said before. It's just like one of us is running the Rangers now. Glenn Sather was one of them. JD's one of us. There's no other way to put it. He's like, he's like, his little fireside chats. He's like FDR up yeah. there. <laughs>
1: He's laughing. He's goofing. He's calling Micheletti big boy. It's like, it's like so casual. It's so friendly. It's almost a shocker because it's so stale and rigid over there at MSG. And I even posed the question: Is is this cult? Is he going to change the culture over there? Uh, and and does he have that kind of power over there to do that? Or is that basically a Dolan thing? Rather than a, say they're now changing to JD thing, where is this culture going to get more fan friendly and and reward these these season ticket holders?
2: Uh, and See, I already think it's changing a little bit, and I, I'm seeing a lot of people on social media that are that are running into JD like on the street at the garden. They're getting pictures taken with him. They're get, you know they get to talk to him for a minute or two. He's coming on TV. He's talking to the fans. To me, that's that's different. To, to to JD, it seems to me, this job means everything to him. This is his dream job. I mean, when he said dreams do come true, I think he meant it. To Glenn, say that this was nothing but a this was just a job. They offered him buckets of money and a huge payroll, and that's all it ever was to him. It, it didn't mean anything to him to be a to be a ranger. Didn't mean it. He had no connection. No, well, he was
1: a former ranger.
2: Oh, come on. Yeah, except for those two old men that got up and kissed his us last year with that oh, Glenn, disgusting I round table. I wanted to puke.
1: That was the those step.
2: paid guys. That was like, you know, like with these politicians, they pay people to be behind them at these rallies. That's all that was. Glenn say they paid those two guys probably need hot dogs coupons or something to show up and kiss his ass. Oh, I remember what a tough player you were. What did he play? Six games as a Ranger?
1: I Think that was his number. Sir.
2: Yeah, it was his number. Another yeah, which should tell you everything you need to know. It's the yeah, worst, yeah. So it's it's worst the number, number in their history. <laughs>
1: so. uh, yeah, that, that's pretty funny. Um <laughs> and get and getting back to the Kraftsoft thing, maybe it's a good thing he got benched. Maybe that the Quinnmeister as set a tone, maybe in the organization, maybe the organization is going like, We're not going to put up with shit anymore. Maybe we're going to be tough on players. Maybe it's, I mean, it's wishful thinking because it is the wolf pack who have parentally stunk and don't develop anything. Don't tell me they developed Ryan McDonough because he played 40 games down there or whatever. Ryan McDonough was Ryan McDonough before he, uh, you know. So, anywho. Uh, I think maybe it's a sign that the the Wolfpack are serious about developing players and setting a tone, an organizational tone.
2: I agree, hundred percent. I, I think that's why they weren't afraid to to send Kravtsov down, down there and to send Shosturkin down there and Lingrid. I mean, these are three guys that you know are a big part of the the future of this team. And I don't think in years past they would have been that eager to send these guys to Hartford. I really don't. I think they would have rushed them up to the big team, and and they would have suffered. But I think there's a different plan in place down there now. I really do. Well, I could Led be wrong. They'll go Chris 10 Jury. and 70, but whatever. Yeah,
1: I know. And then nobody nobody will develop. But Right. <laughs> I mean, we've seen the difference with the big team, and hopefully they can make it a whole organizational thing. That's what you hope for as a fan. You want your organization to do things right. I've seen so much dysfunction in the teams that I root for that you're almost envious of teams that do things right year after year, like the Yankees. I mean, I'm not a fan of the Yankees, but I mean, they've got youth, they bring in they bring in the money players. Uh, you know, they're able to do things that you know, they do things right. I don't understand why you just can't do things right. You're running a business. I guess maybe if you're guaranteed money whether you win or lose, then it doesn't matter. But it's a matter of pride, and you gotta have pride, and you gotta like cross the Ts and dot the Is all throughout your organization. So uh, I hope that that's the direction. I mean, Chris Jury's not my favorite Ranger, but uh, you know, if he can somehow get that turned around down there, and uh, then you know, I'm a go project because obviously the Ken Janander, Jim Schoenfield regime. That was there for like 50 years did nothing. <laughs>
2: uh, Chris, Chris Drury is one of the worst Rangers of all time.
1: What a fine, fine captain. I wish we had that clip.
2: <laughs> one of the worst Rangers of all time.
1: Yeah, I know. You hated him. I, I did not like him either, but the venom runs deep with you. Oh, I just
2: couldn't stand him. Couldn't stand him. Uh, who, was, who were they talking about the other night? Was it was it Caco that Sam was talking about where he kept over and over saying that he was 18 and a half years old? Was that Caco he was talking about? Uh, he must I, have said it at recall. least five times. Made it a point to say 18 and a half. I'm looking up how old Kako. Yeah, it might have been Caco because he is, he is 18 and a half. It had to be. He must have said it. I'm telling you, it was at least five times.
1: Really? I, I missed that.
2: He's I'm 18 and to, a half, Joe. I'm trying I'm trying not to trying to tune,
1: yeah, I'm trying to tune him out. Uh, you're missing all the fun. Uh, I'll hear about it from you guys. What about that correlation? He did the, he,
2: he did the Giants game on Sunday, and oh. he he started to call Giants linebacker Ryan Connolly. He started to call him Ryan Callahan, and then he caught himself. Oh, God. Just like years ago when he called Brandon Jacobs, Brandon Dubinsky. He doesn't know where he is. He called the Penguins the Steelers or, or Yeah. Like yeah, or to... the,
1: yeah. The New York Giants versus the Pittsburgh <laughs> Penguins. uh
2: Yeah, he got Saturday, he got Saturday night's game off. They didn't make him go to Ottawa. They let him do the I, Giants game.
1: Yeah, I I watched a little bit of the Giants game. He he was laughing a lot, like a real laugh.
2: He was having a good time.
1: Yeah, I don't know. They had him with some black dude. I don't know. with
2: Charles was. Davis. Beasley
1: Reese they have him <laughs> Charles with? Charles Davis oh okay
2: another another over enthusiastic announcer
1: yeah Charles Davis was getting all crazy and and sandwiches shortling away it was great right uh, the great Danielle Stewart's here in the chat room I see and I just want to give a tip of the hat for her. I uh, actually quoted you know way back when she she told me a story about when Rick Nash used to have the opportunities and like she'd be at the garden watching the game and other people would stand up. She wouldn't stand up. And she like, you know, they must be tourists or they must be like their first game at the garden because right. they it's never gonna come to fruition. Why even bother wasting energy? I am now putting that protocol onto Chris Kreider in a breakaway situation or a glorious scoring chance. I'm not getting excited. This guy can't finish. I don't care what you say. I don't care how good looking he is, how uh, Adonis-like he is. Uh, It's just, it's not happening. He's good at standing in front of the net. It's like that I lift things up and I put things down. It's I stand in front of the net and then I don't stand in front of the net. I mean, to me, it's just like, I've lost all hope with this guy. And if he can't score... With those guys, if he can't get 30 goals playing on a power play with those guys, don't re-sign him. Let him go. So Yes, the two-game evals evals are in on Kreider because it's the same knucklehead that I've seen, the same knucklehead plays and non-finish I've been seeing for two, three years now. I can't believe this guy was a playoff phenom at once. You remember when everything he touched was gold? Right, Those playoff games he was winning, he was money. Yep. I think he used it all up.
0: All his magic he
1: used he's, up.
2: He's out of money. It's like Dennis Rodman. He's out of money.
1: All right. right. I know he's
2: hot. Joe Catroni is calling yeah. you sexist because you didn't call out any of the other veterans. No tip of the cap for the other veterans that are here.
1: Well, Daniel Stewart... uh. I'm giving it because the tip of the cap, because she rarely is in the chat room live. Right. As well, as she came up with this protocol, which I think was ingenious, and way ahead of her time, even though Joe Catroni is probably a little annoyed, because, oh, how dare we make fun of Rick Nash, his darling, the love of his life. Well, not the love of his life. He's recently married, but before. It's the love of his life. Anyhow. All right. There goes that little sidetrack. Uh, so the, uh, the Ottawa game, uh, hey, they should have beaten them like bad dogs. They were bad dogs. Well, uh, is, that, <clears throat> is that not politically correct now? I can't talk about that. Listen, I'm going to have Peter on Eddie.
3: Don't beat dogs.
1: <laughs> I don't know. So that's the story, Morning Glory. Uh.
2: All right. Want to make an announcement? Should we make an announcement?
1: Yeah, we should make an announcement. Though. I, what was it? The Islanders are losing 4-1. to Is that an announcement? Where are they, are they playing? Are they losing? Comac Arena? <laughs>
2: They're playing at the, y, the YMCA? The
1: YMCA? <laughs> uh, yeah, how is that going, Sean? That Giannone that Maloney pregame show on their f- – you know, I used to like Maloney, but he is getting annoying with that I, good stuff, fellas, good stuff. I, good I, stu-
2: those, his eyes, it, it's very distracting. He's got that that eye, you know, he's, he's looking at you on the camera and the eyes are going all over the place behind those glasses. Uh, it's like yeah. Adam Gase following the tacos. Oh,
1: God. He's, it's just, oh, it's good stuff, fellas, good stuff. Back to you. Good stuff, fellas.
2: At the end of the day.
1: At the end of the day.
2: Dave Maloney doesn't doesn't can't say a paragraph without without saying at the end of the day.
1: Well, oh, first and foremost. <laughs> I want right. young. I'm sorry. When the I'm going off on the broadcast. Let's get young. Just like the rages. Get over to these old farts. All right, make your announcement.
2: Well, it's our announcement. It's not just my announcement.
1: Oh, it's our
2: it's our announcement. Okay. This is where I missed the. This is where I missed the drum roll clip. And you don't have a drummer. Yeah. <laughs> Get Paul Fong in here to do a drum roll for us.
1: fi Fo Fong.
2: <laughs> the great Paul Fong. All right, ladies and gentlemen, coming at you. Oh, I got to blow that up a little bit. Let's see. Here we go. How's that? Can we see that better? Yeah. November 23rd, 2019, will be the first viewing party of the season. First Blue Shirt Underground show. Actually, the very first Blue Shirt Underground show with Jim and any viewing party, as we've changed names. November 23rd at Slattery's Midtown Pub, 8 East 36th Street in the city to watch the Rangers take on the Canadians. It'll be hockey night in Canada, hockey night in Manhattan. We will see you there. We will, as always, have prizes to give away, things to give away. We'll probably do a little live episode, all kinds of fun. The Shotsky will be in in attendance, I'm sure. Yes. A couple of days before Thanksgiving. We want to see uh, as many of you as possible. Matt Morello, you are you are overdue for, for a viewing party. Danielle will be there, I'm sure. Connor will make the trip. The Johnerts will be there. They never missed a viewing party. Costa will be there. It will be a hoot, as they all are. So I will be posting the Facebook event. I will try and do it tonight, depending on how late we end. But uh, if not, I will do it tomorrow. it will be a Facebook event, so you can respond. vous Howie will be there. He's at every viewing party we've ever had. He never misses them. Never misses. Never misses a viewing party. <laughs> Chris Johnson says, fine, I'll be there. <laughs> the
1: core track will be there as well. The
2: core track. The great Colin Cook, did you see his world tour of New York? He, he, wow, he, he I he found ate it.
1: Every place. <laughs> he, I like the way he travels,
2: man. <laughs> he ate everything there was to eat in New York City. He's eating the shawarma, he's eating the pizza, the bagels, the, the locks, the whole bit. Got but eat- Colin Cook went to Slattery's for a burger, and they do have great burgers at Slattery's. Uh, so he was there, he got to see the coat rack. He said the the uh, the UNC crowd was in full effect there. So, yeah. yes, Adam Bartolo, Bartolo, take the train, come on up to the viewing party down there in Virginia these days. Come on up.
1: Oh, Adam's in Virginia now. I thought he was last. I heard he was in. Chicago. Adam is in Virginia. Oh, that's yes. Cool. I'm
2: bringing chorizo for everybody.
1: I love chorizo.
2: So do I. Charges friend- for charging for viewing party tickets. Never. Our viewing parties are always Boys. free, my friend. Always. Never always. a cover.
1: Never a charge.
2: Never, ever a cover for our viewing parties. The only thing, the only money you'll spend is on your food, your booze, and if you want to buy raffle tickets to win stuff. Never charge you to come into one of our viewing parties. They are free to all.
1: Yeah. What people charge for that?
2: Yes. Who yes.
0: charged for a viewing
2: party? I'm not saying. I'm not giving out free advertising. Uh, I was the forum. There. I thought they liked their uh, There was another. There, the, the, while there was a charge for that Why forum were just last year. It? Why are we
1: all clandestine here? We can't mention these little I'm, schlu- I'm, I'm not giving anybody
2: that. free advertising on this broadcast. Free
1: advertising. Nobody's going to go to them. <laughs> <Put> the, <laughs> they see we the, hate them. they all going to hate them equally. The,
2: the forum last year, the one that we weren't invited to, exactly was $20 ahead. $20! But wait, this year they did it again, they did a live show and they only charged $5. So next year I figured they'll be they'll be handing out $10 bills as you walk in because you know things will be times will be tough. Yeah. So, viewing party Saturday, November 23rd, it's an evening game against the Montreal Canadiens. Obviously, that game will be in Montreal. Whoa! So it's going to be a big one. It's going to be a fun night. Up at Car- the-
1: original six.
2: Yes, an original six matchup. We've had a couple of viewing parties against the Canadians, haven't we? I know Chris Jonard is the is the team historian. He's the keeper of the uh, the spreadsheet. So he'll let us. I'm sure he'll let us know. So yes, I will do the Facebook event either tonight or tomorrow, and uh, please do respond so we can give Slattery's a semi-accurate head count. All right. Back to the show. Uh, Let me stop there. Okay. So, then after the Ottawa game. Ottawa. Ottawa was so impressed with the Rangers that they made a trade with the Rangers.
1: Just had to have them.
2: Had to have them. And we said goodbye to the great Vlad Nemestikov, who was traded to the Ottawa Senators for a defenseman named Roger Ebert. (laughs) That's not Roger Ebert. Adam Ebert? I forget this guy's name. I know it's Ebert.
1: I think it's Nick.
2: Nick Ebert? Ebert. (laughs) And a fourth-round draft pick. So that was the uh, 2013. See, there's Chris with the report. 2013, the Rangers won one nothing, one nothing shutout. Rock is here. What's going on, Rock? How are you? Good to see you.
1: Um, yes. Uh, the Rangers are going to retain what like 720, seven hundred twenty dollars. Yeah, like seven hundred fifty thousand out of four million. Yeah,
2: it's nothing.
1: Really, nothing. And I think, I mean. You alluded to it earlier in the show. A lot of people are super analyzing this trade. I mean, he's he, he's going to walk next year. The Rangers aren't interested in keeping him. I think, I think he was serviceable last year. I think we we kind of championed him on this show about he kind of got grittier. Um, you know, it, it's I think now it just gives him a little bit more wiggle room um, at the deadline, All
0: right?
1: there's uh, some other technical things that I are uh, way above my pay grade. That I, I didn't. That I were pluses for this deal. Maybe I could look it up. Maybe somebody could explain. It. <clears throat> so I mean, uh, is anybody crying over Nemestikov? I mean, uh, or, or is it the fact that uh, the trade? For, you know, we gave up JT Miller to get him, and all that. Is, is that what's bothering people?
2: Well, I mean, first of all, you know, I mean, people are never happy. And uh, and let's just (laughs) say, you know, trading Domestikov is is simply a cap clearing move. I, I really don't think I really don't think the Rangers just woke up and decided two games into the season that all of a sudden this guy wasn't a fit for the team. I mean, you know, we're not playing a video game here where you just trade a guy after two, you know, two games. I think, you know, they wanted to clear some cap space. Nemestikov, again, was a guy I liked. I I think I liked him probably more than others because he was another whipping boy, but I think some of that had to do with the contract he signed. So, you know, I had seen a lot of, over the summer, a lot of talk about getting rid of Nemestikov and how many people just didn't like him at all and wanted him gone last season. So I figured, uh, you know, I figured after this trade went down that I would venture out into... Gen pop, as I call it, I I, I left uh, you know our little safe harbor of of uh, of Blue Shirt Underground, and I ventured out into general population to see what the what the Rangers were talking about on the on the what the fans were talking about on the interwebs. So I had to put on my I had to put on my special sunglasses for the gamma rays, and then I put on my tinfoil hat to venture out onto Twitter. And uh and the first thing I saw was this guy who. People complaining about, uh, here's, let me see, let me see if I can blow this up. Uh, Who's this guy? I blocked out the names. And this guy is upset that they traded Shattenkirk because they could have done this four months ago and kept, uh, traded Domestikov, and they could have kept this guy and signed Shattenkirk. They could have traded him before and kept Shattenkirk. Are you kidding me? Now we want to keep Shattenkirk. Nobody wanted to keep Shattenkirk last year.
1: Nobody. Nobody
2: wanted to sign him in the first place. Now we, that we could have kept them. What is wrong with these fucking people? I mean, seriously, this is why I have to wear the ball on my head. I'm afraid of what could get through here when I talk to these people. When I have to interact with these idiots. Now they want to keep. They should have, we? And people complain, and that's all we got for domestic off. They fucking hated this guy. Now they're going to complain that all we got is Roger Ebert, the fourth round pick. Here comes Tanner to yell at me for cursing. Swear ball on my head. What is wrong with, I mean, are other fan bases like this, Eddie? Because our fan base, outside of this little safe space that we've created, these 2,000 people that we provide a home for, the fan base is retarded. They are morons out there. And that goes for some of these bloggers, podcasters, and everybody that fucking listens to them and reads their articles and gets up and retweets all their bullshit. They are retarded. They are stupid stupid, stupid fucking people out there that watch this team. What to, all year they want Domestikov gone. Now to complain about what we get back from. And we want to keep Shattenkirk. And they want to get rid of Chris Kreider. But now I've got people, wait, hold on. Let me switch. Let me see. How do I do this now? I got to switch this. Hold on. How do I do this now? I'm confused. Now I'm all, I'm all, I'm all for shimmel. Hold on. I'm fine, Tanner. Thank you for asking. Hold on. Let me switch to this moron. What is this, morons? Here we go. There's is two two different people in my timeline. Chris Kreider, is an over is an overachiever. We have to trade him. And then this other moron. Oh, we go, now we've got the cap space to sign Chris Kreider. All summer long, people want to get rid of Chris Kreider. Now we want to sign him. Now we traded domestic office, so we have the money to sign Chris Kreider. Half the fan base wants to give him the seat. The other half wants him gone. There is no fan base that works like this. None. <laughs> There is no fan base that is this stupid.
1: I like it. This bowl on the head is a great gimmick.
2: My tinfoil hat and my gamma ray sunglasses. I,
1: I love this. This is. I agree. What is?
2: I mean, what is wrong with these people? I don't understand it. I don't understand how people could be this stupid.
1: I have no answer for you. I think how can they be this out there.
2: stupid? Everybody wants to mess the cloth gone. They hated him. Now he's gone. And they complain about what we got back from. Well, you didn't think much of him in the beginning. This is an NHL 19 where you could just package three pieces of garbage and get Patrick Cade back in a trade. It doesn't work that way.
1: Yeah. I, I he, saw a little bit of that. Like, when the trade these, was first announced, it's like, if we don't get anything anything less than a third round, it's a ripoff. off
2: these, these fucking morons that have to get on Shitter every 10 minutes and, and, and express their thoughts. You're morons! Stop tweeting! Stop it! You shouldn't be on the internet. Get off. Just because you have a GoDaddy account doesn't mean you should have a blog. No, Mike, this isn't the rant.
1: He's got proof. He's got props. Of
2: course, it's the rant. Put a fucking bowl on my head. Is this the rant? Is no, this is re- me going to work Monday morning.
1: Yes, this is him, calm, cool, and collected. Of right, it's the rant.
0: I'm We'll turn on you too. Watch it.
2: <laughs> I mean, Chris cried a half a half. The fan base wants him gone. The other half says, "Make him captain." How can we be this stupid? Are we just that divided as a fan base, as, as divided as we are as a country that you either you, you just either love somebody or you or you hate them? And, and there's no there's no middle ground with this fan base. This fan. I can't I can't for the life of me think that the that the the Maple Leafs or the or the Canadians or or anybody else's fan base is like this. Can they be? Are they really stupid? Oh. Mike, we're just giving you a hard time. Case you haven't noticed, we bust a little balls on this show occasionally. Mike's getting all. I just came in. Oh. I mean, really, are Maple Leaf fans like this? Cut! I hate to ask cut a question because I'll get a three day no, answer. Uh, he'll still be he'll, no? still be he'll still be he'll still be answering me on Sunday.
1: I watch all the the the. No, they're collectively. Other than Don Cherry, who's always got some wacka dude thing going on, the Leafs fans are united in who they think is. Good and who isn't, and uh, you know they're not like uh, Great Captain Captain Material. Come on, let's trade them. You know, like they're not like that. I think because they have hockey in their blood, they've they've witnessed so much hockey. The Canadian fan base, I think you have a lot of stupid Ranger fans and, who tune in and tune out, and they don't follow the team.
2: You know, I, I don't know. And all of a, I mean, all of a sudden, I saw more than the the one I posted. The one that I that I showed you guys. I saw more than one person last night making that case for Shattenkirk. You got to be fucking kidding me. I swear to God, I would punch anybody that said that to me in person in a snot box because there wasn't one person who didn't want Kevin Shattenkirk gone a year and a half ago. And now all of a sudden we're lamenting the loss of Kevin Shattenkirk because he scored one goddamn goal in Tampa Bay. Everybody scores in Tampa Bay. Bill Chadwick used to score in Tampa Bay all the time. Uh, It was a a cat house in Ybor City. I got the clap, Billy. (laughs) Uh. Let me tell you about Tampa Bay. Nobody, nobody, nobody wanted Kevin Shattenkirk Shattenkirk here anymore. Nobody, nobody. If you say it, if you say that you did, you're a fucking liar. And I'll tell it to you to your face. You're a liar. Nobody wanted him here. Nobody. Now all of a sudden, because they because they because they don't like the trade, now it becomes oh, here's gonna this is gonna be my hot take, which is one of the douchiest terms I've ever I have ever. heard. I, 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 I hate when somebody says, Oh, I've got a hot take. Shove your hot take up, your hot ass. Yeah. Wow. People, I fucking hate people. I really do. I wow. really do. Except I, except I the people that we ever. keep. In our solitary confinement. That's what I call this. This group, this show, we are solitary confinement. Sean, you're a liar. Nobody wanted Shat and Kirk.
1: First of all. First of all. First of all. all, This guy always hurt. Always comes into shape. Doesn't come to camp in shape. I was sick and tired. And then. His wife gets on Instagram and starts flirting with Brady Shea. I mean, such yeah, a-
2: even she didn't want him. She even she was him. trying to buy him out. Exactly. She's hitting on Brady Shea on Instagram.
1: She doesn't even want to be with
2: him.
0: Shatterkirk.
1: Why would he? Even- second sucked.
2: He's terrible, terrible, terrible.
1: Like I, it was.
2: It just. It didn't work out. It was, You know, it was, a, it was a feel-good signing when it happened because he took less money and he was a guy we needed, but it didn't work out, and we knew the buyout was coming because the guy couldn't stay healthy, and here's a hot take. We're rebuilding. Yeah. It's bad enough we're rebuilding about a 48-year-old goaltender. Do we have to rebuild around a 30-year-old defenseman with creaky knees who's fat and bald? Jesus, this fan base. I'm yeah,
1: Diane. Eck does not believe me about this Instagram thing.
2: I posted the picture on the in the in the group. Diane, I posted it the other night. It was, it was, it, it was, was, was all
1: over Brady Shea.
2: It was Mrs. Baldwin Kirk saying something really hot about you know about Brady Shea about how he how good he looked, aging like fine wine. I think she said yes. And all of a sudden, there's Fat and Kirk right under her saying, oh, "Excuse me."
1: Like, he was all
2: pissed. Right. Looking for the prenup. So she don't want him either.
1: Yeah. You think I would put, like, some strange thing out there without any kind of credence or backing? Of course I would. But right. still. This but not is now. Not now.
2: I was lying before. This time I'm telling the I'll truth. Tell the
1: truth, yeah. <laughs> well, let's you see. Now, listen. It's nothing against it Bulga. I mean, you know. I don't know, but you're whatever. not bald, but uh, Shatner. Uh,
2: who wants him? You're not bald, and you're also not thirty. <laughs> that's
1: true. <laughs> so it's
2: uh, it's a little bit. Uh,
1: that's crazy. That's I didn't see much of. I haven't seen any of that. That that's in that's really in Crazyville there. That, well,
2: because you stay off Shitter, you're not on there yeah. very often.
1: I can't keep up with it anyway. It's like. Now this guy. Is is this. Well, there's a well-known guy or just a
2: guy. It it was just. uh, uh, These were. uh, These were comments that I saw from numerous people. I I tended to grab a few. The screenshots that I grabbed were from people I didn't really. I didn't know who they were. I tried to stay away from from known people because I don't, you know. I don't want to, uh, whatever. I just, uh, whatever. Okay. So, uh, Like I said, I blocked out the names anyway, so it doesn't really matter.
1: When are you starting naming names? When has this broadcast gotten uh, polite?
2: Uh, I'm not being polite. Uh, I'm not being polite. Name
3: I, I, names.
2: You want me to name names? I'll name your uh, names. No, I don't want you to. You really pe- care.
1: I don't want to peer pressure you.
2: Uh, you really care? Does it really matter? I, I mean, we name names. We name names plenty of times on this show. I know. I know, I hear you. But for all I know, somebody's somebody's brother in here, or somebody's sister. I know. In here. Oh, I I know.
1: I know. Okay. Okay. All right. Get all right. right.
2: All right. I hear you. Got you.
1: I hear. I hear. Yeah. I hear you. I hear.
2: I hear you. I hear you. I
1: hear you. <laughs> wow. So oh, wow, that was pretty crazy, man. With that.
2: What are you tying your shoes up there? What are you doing?
1: Uh, I'm putting my phone charger. <laughs> I'm charging my phone, it fell out of the socket.
2: All right, so so I called out all these people to come on the show, and the only one waiting is Costa. Where's where's Chris Johnner? Where's Diane Eck? Where's Howie Sussman? Where's Mike Silvers?
1: Diane Eck is still uh recovering from the Shat- Kirk's wife flirting with Brady Shea. Meaning <laughs> which in the last viewing party we made pins and the shirtless Brady Shea <laughs> pins were a big hit with the ladies. Were they? Yes, and Chris Johnner. Oh. And Chris Johnner, too long. <laughs> wow.
2: Hey, look, Chris Johnner's comfortable enough in his uh, masculinity.
1: Yes. So, uh, yeah. So uh, apparently, Brady Shea is is the new hot stud muffin. So okay, so let's go to Coast and see what he's got to say uh, after. All the- right. Did and he I, watch the first two games? Be I, t- <laughs>
2: I just want to say hello to uh, the great Johnny Prestano is here. He's watching us uh, with with uh, his friend, Laura. Hello to Johnny and Laura. And a high school chum of mine, Felix Del Valle, is here.
1: Oh, wow. Yes, Welcome, guys.
2: Felix uh, just is the gentleman who donated the Henrik Lundqvist jersey to one of our uh, uh, viewing parties. So let's say hello to Costa. We'll bring him on. Uh hello. Oh uh, hello. Hello. Patty Duke's in bed and her husband said no cameras in the bedroom. Oh jeez. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Not tonight at least. So every- Coast is
2: killed, hold on. Everybody wait hold up. Cold Coast is getting a delivery.
1: No, that's me. <laughs> oh. I said, dopey neighbor of mine who drives a tow truck for trucks.
2: You do fridges here.
1: It's like a plane is landing every time he comes home from work.
2: Oh, Lights are going
1: off. I'm like in the middle of a runway. <laughs> this guy. I call him a squid billy.
0: <laughs> Don't choke now. Don't choke. Don't What's choke. going on, Costa? Same old, same old. And yes, I did miss the second game. Because I was I was occupied. Uh oh, you
1: don't even want to know what he was occupied with. He was, at a,
2: show? he was he was at a bris. No
0: wrestling show. Oh. Where was the wrestling show? I was in Queens. Oh.
2: Haystacks Calhoun, Chief J, Chief
0: Jay Strongbow. Oh God! Just <laughs> oh, you, you want to hear stories about fucking Strongbow? Superstar Ooh. Billy Graham. Oh boy, watch some shoot interviews. Oh, that guy gets ripped a new asshole, man. I'm telling you.
1: Let me ask you this. Are you how come there's no crow in your mouth? Because you <laughs> who was against the Jacob Trubert or Terry Panarin signings, two games they look like monsters. <laughs> so far, so
0: good. <laughs> what can I say? All right, you got some crow I could eat. i to yeah,
1: because yeah, we don't really know. Yeah, we have to wait. I don't want to jinx yeah, anything. It's okay,
0: it's it's okay. okay. So we
1: gotta, we gotta get the full evals after the season. You know, uh, but so
0: far so good, man. Yeah, it's impressive. It's exciting, right? It's not boring. Yeah, I I it's not
1: boring. They're the opposite of what they were in the preseason and the last two years. It's may, not-
0: may, like I said, maybe it was a little rope-a-dope, maybe.
1: Yeah, you did predict maybe a little rope-a-dope. But with you, I thought it was just, just dope.
2: Just what every 32-win team needs.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's going to be interesting to see how the, these defensemen's de- defensemen develop and who's brought up, who's sent down. Uh uh, nobody else is scoring, really. I mean, it's hard to evaluate the other lines. Nobody's really producing.
0: I mean, at, at, I mean, at least they're playing hard. They're not like a fucking, what's the word? They're not uh, like slacking off or whatever. Yeah. I mean,
1: it's tough to, to be lackadaisical in the first two games. I mean, it's you should be pumped for the first two games. But if you watch uh, stuff that's going on in Newark, the Devils look bad. I mean, early they look bad. I mean, uh, again, it's so so early. I don't want to premature. Just
0: yeah, don't don't uh, don't encourage them.
1: Yes, exactly. Yes, and the schedule sucks. Let's face it. I mean, oh,
0: they're gonna I'm, they're gonna come out rusty against the Oil. I hope not.
1: Yeah. All right. So you think they're gonna be rusty against the Oil Kings when they play them Saturday? I hope,
2: I hope not. They'll be well rested. Not too.
1: Yeah. So they can be nervous all over again for opening night because <laughs> it was so long off, and then does it doesn't even get like stupid after that too. Like another week of this crap.
2: Uh, there's after the Edmonton game, then they were off for another four days, and then they will play five games over the next nine days. <laughs> Actually, five games over the next seven days.
1: Wow! Yeah, jam it in there.
0: Yeah, the whole week the the the, the what is it? The, the 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 week of the 20th, yeah, they got three games, Vancouver, Arizona, and Buffalo. And they got a back-to-back the week before at the Devils and at Washington.
1: Mm. Interesting. Interesting. Uh your boy Georgie played very good in the game you missed. Oh,
0: yeah, I saw that. I saw that.
1: Yeah, he played very well.
0: Yeah.
1: Um what do you think is going to happen in Lundquist? you think this is going to be still a plan? Is going to be, uh, you know, 60-40, 65, you know? Is it going to be – or is it going to be more 50-50? you think that will ever evolve to that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The hair man will not allow that?
0: I, I am mean, I mean I'll say this. I'll mm-hmm. say this. He mm-hmm. ain't playing no back-to-backs, that's for sure. They'd be crazy to play him back-to-back.
2: No, uh, there's no reason for him to play back-to-back games.
1: Exactly, There's no reason for him to it, start it, any it, game. Either. There's
2: no reason for him to play.
1: <laughs> I just <didn't> start <laughs> any games. Well. There's no
2: reason for him I mean, to be on this team anymore.
1: Oh, uh,
2: come on. You know, I had a I had a laugh the other night when they when the, the Ottawa game, they were talking about how Ottawa's rebuilding, and then they got Craig Anderson in and goal, who's probably about 35 at this point. And I'm thinking, oh, that sounds familiar.
1: Yeah. Craig, this Craig Anderson. Used to kill us. Like he yeah. always have that hot game against us. It's so bad over there. <laughs> Even that magic's gone too now over there. And I was thinking about it. We lost to Ottawa in the playoffs. What three years ago? What was it? Three or four years ago? Yeah. And now they are yeah. terrible. We're, we've been terrible. I can't believe that that that, that series still breaks my heart. Uh
2: what are the and what do the Rangers probably have three players left from that series?
1: Probably stall Lundqvist, and Shea Fost, maybe.
2: Oh Fost, yeah. Oh, Kreider. And Zabana Jed. Maybe <laughs> it's not that bad. All right. Maybe six. Um
1: so uh Imagine being
2: an Ottawa Senators fan, you're sitting there in that in that arena on Saturday night and you and you look at your uh, buddy and you say we traded this guy for Derek fucking Broussard.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that too, man. I was like,
2: and they gave the Rangers a second round pick too.
1: I mean, that's a steal of the century. Well, one of the biggest steals, and I think Ranger fans should celebrate and gloat in that, and stop talking about fucking John Ratelle for fucking 40, 50 years. Talk about something like this, something good, instead of talking about oh, Ryan Strom.
0: That was a that was. That oh, was, that was, that
1: you Joe, Ryan Strom—he's got to go, Sam.
2: Oh, Joe, get
0: the—that's get the, oh, what they're saying out there. Oh God, Are you kidding me? Are you serious? That's he's the holding, word on Shitter. He's holding CK back. Oh, Ryan Strom. Oof. Yeah,
1: I agree with you, man. Uh, I, I agree with you, uh, Costa.
0: If, if if they if they trade Strom and keep Kreider, I'm I'm gonna hit the roof. Wow! Yeah, I, I'm I'm choking. Someone's getting choked. <laughs> that fucking <laughs> bum. That freaking no hand, no hand, no hand, no freaking freaking I got better hands than he does. Well, yeah. Uh oh. Uh oh. Hold
1: on, you. <laughs> uh, hit. I uh, just. Uh, I I don't hate Chris Carter. I just think. <laughs>
0: It's frustrating for me to watch. He's an enigma, Chris Prider. He is. I, he is he's the, like he's like he's the American Kovalev. <laughs> Ooh, uh,
1: well, Kovalev had some finish, but I know what you're saying mentally. I don't know. Maybe it's just the prejudice I've, I have of the guy. I, I it's, it's coming
0: to. The I, point. I just, I think after what happened with freaking, um, what's his face, um, Price. He got his balls cut off. I think. Yeah.
1: No, and I see what Jen's saying. It's only game two, but I, I've been kind of diagnosing this with Chris Kreider for
2: like two weeks. Wouldn't, wouldn't that type of thing have turned up when the game is physical? If he'd had his balls cut off? Yeah. If he was no. castrated?
1: Yeah. Yeah, he wouldn't no. be able to pass the physical. Just checking. <laughs> the testosterone levels will not be what they should be. I don't know. Listen. What's the complaint about? The Rangers are 2-0. Oh, they played two games. We both got wins. We were all excited. We were all happy. What are we complaining about? And I think that goes back to what Jim was saying about all these these dipshits on fucking shitter, is that they're complaining still about things that they're not – Kevin Shattenkirk's gone. What are you still talking about him for? Oh,
2: well, we could have kept Kevin Shattenkirk. But what's
1: that asshole?
0: What were they doing? What are they thinking? I mean Nestikov, yeah, yeah. Nah, nah. nah, I'm not nah. crying any nah. tears nah. over Hey, I mean, you know, yeah.
1: Thanks for your service. Goodbye. Exactly.
0: Yeah. I mean how many people people are losing their minds freaking Namestikov got traded.
1: Because they look at it like what was the deal now exactly? It was JT Miller. What was the trade that brought us to Namestikov?
0: Namestikov, I think we got Brett Howden. I think we got a pick. Or two. Let's see we got the two, which could have been a one, but ended up a two, you know. Um what else? That's probably I, know, it. I know it was Nemestikov, the one which became howden. No howden, and the two. That was okay. like the, the, the bulk of it.
2: Huh.
1: So, so well, what's this now? Oh, this is the trade?
2: That's the trade.
1: Can you enlarge it there? So Uh, Let me see what I can do here. I'm very old, and I can't read.
2: How's that? That's 175%.
1: Let me get my glasses.
2: Trading to the Rangers by Tampa Bay with Brett Howden, Libor Hayek, and Tampa Bay's first-round pick in 2018 and a second-round conditional pick in 2019 for McDonough and J.T. Miller.
1: All right, so I don't know if he's not there anymore. (laughs) Right, he's gone. McDonough was, you know, it was a salary thing. Also, they they were going a different direction. Oh, they got sure.
0: Hayek. we easily won that one. And Hayek,
1: Hayek's playing now. So, uh,
0: what's what's the big thing about Nemestikov?
2: who, who We could have kept is? Shattenkirk.
0: Who'd we drafted there too. Was it Robertson?
2: He was could signed be. today, by the way, to his entry yeah, level yeah, contract. Yeah, yeah. Matthew Robertson.
1: Tolan, also and
2: here's to, to you, Matthew, Matthew Robertson. Robertson. The Rangers love you more than you will know. Or was it, or
0: was it fucking Limblom? They came oh, that too.
2: By the way, if you've never heard it, look it up on YouTube. The Frank Sinatra like version uh, of Mrs. Robinson.
1: Lundquist. It's awful. Lundquist.
0: Sean McCaffrey. Yes. Uh, there's a lot of different oh, Niles. Niles, whatever his fucking name. Niles. Niles. Nils. Niles. Nils Nils. Nils State of the title. Whatever.
2: All right. <laughs> All right. Anything else, Costa?
0: Niles go Lindquist. Got him.
1: I told you I'm really.
0: Yeah, I got him. All
2: right. We'll Lundquist. talk to you next time. Take Oscar,
1: care. Lin- Oscar Lindbergh is in the K or someplace now. Someone was talking about him. That was another guy. Oh, the, I can't believe they let him go. They didn't protect him. Oh, my.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, the man who needs no introduction. So he's not getting one. <laughs> What's going on, cutsy? Just a
3: new acquisition.
2: What is that? I or can't see it.
1: Is that the Betty Crocker cookbook?
3: No, it says, So you think you're a Rangers fan? Oh. Not.
1: oh, that's pretty cool.
2: Who wrote that?
3: Um Sip, sip a.
1: Oh God.
2: Really? A? How old is that book? Two years. Oh, I didn't know he wrote a book.
3: I know he could write. Yeah. Yeah, I did <laughs> all the quizzes. I yeah, I did all the quizzes. I started doing well and then I just dropped off like E. Coyote off the cliff.
1: Well, you're pretty good at trivia, so I—I
3: I got a lot to learn.
1: Oh, yeah, you do, but what? that's nothing to do with trivia. Is
2: that is that whole book just trivia questions?
3: Yeah. So basically, what he does is he gives like certain trivia questions and like chapters, like from warm up first, second, third period, overtime, and all that. Um, I don't. Do you want an example, or do you want me not to? Yeah, throw us a oh, yeah.
2: throw us a trivia question. Maybe we'll maybe we'll make we'll find a way for you to be useful this show. You can come on and read a couple of trivia questions or something.
3: Okay,
1: sure. Yeah. He's so disturby looking.
3: <laughs> I know. I <laughs> was. Ah, here we go. You just what? look
2: like you're in a constant state of "I just woke up."
1: <laughs> oh, he looks good.
3: Probably my webcam. Um, no,
1: it's uh, no, it's, no,
2: it's not your webcam. But go ahead. Go ahead.
3: Okay, so. Here's a tricky one. In what year did the Rangers add a white jersey to their classic blue jersey?
1: That's racist. I refuse to answer.
2: <laughs> that would be uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say 1958.
1: Don't tell us. Let the people answer in the chat room. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to go 1955.
2: Now, no Googling. No looking it up on, on the websites or anything. You just throw out an answer. I'm a, I go with 1958. I thought it was
1: the late 50s, but anybody gonna guess?
2: You know who you know who's really good with this shit is Sean McCaff. Yeah? Oh man, he he pulls these trivia questions and answers out of his ass like like you wouldn't believe. Dan Murphy says the answer is Burt Lar. That would be correct. Burt Lar. No, it's before 78. It before, they brought them back in 78. Uh 1542? No. 1542,
1: yes. The Magna (laughs) Carta? The Magna Costa. Costa. The
3: Magna Costa.
2: George Van Horn says 1956. Nope. Uh, We've got a guess of 1949.
1: All right, just give it to us now.
2: Give us the answer. Well,
3: I guessed 49. I was wrong. It's 51. Ah, 1951.
2: Earlier than I thought. Okay. I thought it was the late 50s. That's a good question, though. That's a good one.
3: Give us another one. Give us another one? Sure. Give us another one. Uh,
1: That is the theme song to 18.
3: Okay. Okay. Tough one. Gordie Howe, Joe Sackett, Siggy Palfy, Stephen Stamkos. Which of these were close to being a Ranger? Oh, no. That'd be a toss up. That'd be too easy.
2: Gordie Howe.
1: I'd say Gordie
0: Howe.
3: You're close.
2: I'm not cool. Gordy Howard came to a Rangers development camp the year before he was signed with the Red Wings or something, like. the Rangers sent him home. It,
3: I thought I thought this would be easy. How about
2: <laughs> Paulie Stamkos? Well, Sackett had an offer sheet. Paulie, they had a deal in place, and then the Islanders didn't want to trade him to the Rangers. And and uh, who's the other one? Stamkos. Stamkos, it was a handshake deal, so any one of those could be an answer. That's a that's a shitty question.
1: Yeah, Zippe doesn't
3: no, know. What no, no, no. Go up
2: with something else.
3: He said no. He said that actually all of them.
2: Oh God! All right, he's I an know. idiot. Give us he's another an question. An Zippe's an idiot? Okay,
1: you picked the most idiotic questions. Give us right. That's the
2: worst question. It's like a subjective question.
3: Um. Okay. Here's a tough one. Which opposing player, known as a goon, once mooned, "quote unquote," the Rangers fans See at the Damn it, you're right. Yeah, like
1: that on was one of the highlights of my youth. Yeah. yeah, yeah, watching him moon the Rangers. Oh, yeah, that's
3: right. Because weren't you in high school around that time in the late 70s, Geico, or
1: no? Uh, a little before my high school tenure, but okay. I was a teen.
2: Geico, What?
1: people do call me Geico? I know,
2: lot. I just think it's funny.
1: Uh, so we're familiar enough. I've known him for like ten years. You can call me
2: guy. All right, here. give us another question. Okay. Um,
3: do, 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 do. Okay. Make it
2: a good
1: one.
3: Okay.
1: Uh, I like that look. do you put a little dippity
2: do in there? What do you got? I want to <laughs> Dapper dad. Dapper. Oh okay. <laughs> brother, we're out there. My hair. Okay. Well. Okay. Here we go. How
3: many oh. Rangers? How many Rangers belong to the Century Club, scoring hundred points or more in a season?
1: That's a that's a rare club for the Rangers.
2: Uh three.
1: I wanna yeah, I wanna go with
3: four. Well I guess four and it's wrong. Is it three? Nope. Higher. Really?
2: Well, let's see. I know Messi Messier did it, Leach did it, Yager did it. Yep, yep. Uh Rattel get a hundred points?
3: Yep. In 72,
2: and he missed 17 games. That's right. That's, the that's, post- six. So that's four. Who am I? Fi- who? Yager. Who you're missing? I
3: you're said missing-
2: Yager, Messier, Leach, and Rattel.
3: Yeah. You're missing. Who's Pat- that you're oh, missing Hatfield. Hatfield. and Mike Gilber- Rogers.
2: Mike Rogers. Rod- Rod- I forgot uh, about Mike Rogers. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: He did it in 1982 or three, I think.
3: you. Yeah, you're right. What, what, what were the stats in that
1: year? What was the goals and assists?
3: Um, no. Hang
2: on, I'll look it up. I got, I still got Hockey Reference open, so give me a second.
3: Um, for who?
1: Mike Rogers.
3: Well, I have it. I have it in front of me. All right, give was- uh,
2: thirty-eight goals, sixty-five assists. Right. it's pretty good. It's a good season. Yeah. Yeah,
3: I would never guess it's Mike Rogers.
2: All right, one more.
3: One more.
2: Yeah.
1: Howie, Howie was right. He said six. Yep.
2: Yep.
3: Um,
1: you get, you get the white carnation, Howie.
2: No, you win the white carnation.
3: Um. Okay. Ah, right, here we go. Right, here we go. Um, a handful of Americans have been in the crease for the Rangers. Who was the first Native New Yorker to be in that for the Rangers?
1: Native New Yorker.
3: Yeah.
1: Like the disco song, "You're a Native New Yorker." Um-
2: Wow. Uh, now,
1: say it again. What's the question?
3: There's been a lot of Americans who've been in that for the Rangers. Who was the first native New Yorker?
1: Oh, okay. I'm going to go with Brian Mullen.
2: <laughs> in goal? No, I don't. Ah. Uh, I,
1: I have no idea.
2: I have a feeling it's going to be somebody we never heard of. Andy Atkinhead.
3: No, he's from he was from Scotland.
2: I knew he oh we wasn't from New York. Um, Nick Fatil. No,
3: no, it was that famous um, house goaltender Joe Schaefer back in the
2: sixties. Oh, um,
1: Joe Schaefer, he'll be there <laughs> at the viewing party at Slattery's pub. <laughs> All
2: right, one more, and that's it.
1: Yeah, make it something relevant that we come can
2: on. Add give to. us a good one. Hmm, that's a good question. Yeah. Um, and this is this will be your new thing.
1: This is your new shtick.
2: You can come on. You can come on once a week, and and you can give us like two or three good trivia questions. Okay. This is a good uh, bit for you. This is good. I like but this. He's okay.
1: got, got to cut with some props, like you know, come on with like a, a professor's hat.
3: <laughs>
2: yes. Or or a graduate's hat.
1: Yeah, and a robe. <laughs>
3: Are you trying to tell me to wear a hat to cover my baldness or something? No, just read the. No, question. you're not bald. He's
2: got no. He's got no money in his budget for props. Well, we
3: could send it to we're
2: him. We got to take him as is here.
3: We can send
1: him the stuff.
3: Okay. Ah, here's a good one. All
2: so, right.
3: Emotions ran high on the night of October seventh, two thousand and one, the Rangers home opener after nine eleven. Who scored the overtime goal? And what was the score of the game?
1: Oh, oh I don't know that.
2: I, I I honestly remember nothing about that game. I remember everything that happened before the game. I remember all the pregame stuff, but I don't remember well, I don't remember the actual game. Well, I,
3: I remember doing the post in the Facebook group about what's the best season over of all time, and Jen said that that 9-11 game.
2: Well, I mean, yeah, that was a big one, but
1: Mark Weislamerski, good friend of mine. Form a former classmate of mine, class of 1983, says he should wear a wizard's hat.
2: A wizard, yes, like a Harry Potter, and and or and Harry Potter glasses.
1: Yeah, but we should call him something else, like Harry <laughs> Crackpot, <laughs> Crackpotter, <laughs> something like that. All right, so I'll go go ahead. while we think of bits to do with you? What uh, this question is, is? Does anybody have the, this answer? Somebody's saying uh, Leach won it. Yep. Okay. What
3: was was
1: the score? It was an overtime winner. I think Eddie Similan has now said five
3: four. Yep. He's right.
1: Hairless
2: Potter. Hairless Potter. (laughs) (laughs) That's Chris Johnner. (laughs) That'll be your name. Hairless Potter. Yes.
3: Yeah, lead score from Peter Nevin and Sedano Seeker? We
2: had- oh, I hated that guy. Zidano. Seeker. Yeah. All that's right, good. Cutsy. All
1: right, Crackpot Harry. <laughs> that was a good bit. That's this was
3: good. Ranger- Rangers 2-0, that's good. Jim, we'll see who comes out on top on Thursday. Mark my words.
2: Come on. You think I, you, uh, if the if the Patriots if the Patriots don't win that game Thursday night, they should quit the league.
1: It's really not a level playing field right now. The Patriots. Giants are
2: going to have Stephen Baker out there at wide receiver, and I think Zeke Mowat's coming back. isn't yeah.
3: Saquon coming back?
2: No, not this week. I don't think so.
3: Okay. Uh, All
2: right. Start uh, putting together your bits. We'll see you next week.
3: Uh sure. Why not?
2: Counting on you now. I know. All no, right. I'm
1: definitely going go, I'm going to get him those, those Harry Potter. Goals. But if I buy him, he better get him.
2: <laughs> wear him. Potter. Well, hairless, hairless Potter. Hairless Potter. <laughs> oh, <my> God. <laughs> and we just got to come up with some theme music for him and everything. Finally, <laughs> 10 years we found something he could contribute to the well, trivia's show. always
1: been his forte. We should have figured it out.
2: Right. Right.
1: Or maybe we should have him go against one-on-one against another caller, <laughs> like Stump Cutsy or something. I don't know.
2: Win Win Cutsy's money.
1: <laughs> he win nothing.
2: <laughs> he, win, he win a dollar and a half. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh my god!
2: Oh my god! All right,
1: are we done yet, Robin? With this, uh... have we had enough? Yeah, pretty much.
2: All right. Uh, did he? Was there, did
1: he was there anything you wanted to talk about? Any anything uh, else?
2: I think we've said it all.
1: On the minds of Minolta?
2: <clears throat> uh, let me look at the schedule really quick here before we go. Before we go. Uh, so they're back Saturday, right? And then what did I say? They're off for four days again. So, I guess. uh What do you think? Monday night next week, or Tuesday night?
1: Yeah, that sounds good. Let me see look at the schedule well yeah next week's good tuesday from me all
2: right so we will see you guys next tuesday night and uh that's it enjoy the rest of your rangerless week <laughs> enjoy your bye week
1: watch some other hockey get try to gauge what the other yes. teams are like that's what i'm doing
2: see if uh see if other fan bases are quite as ridiculous as this one i don't think they are Our theme music. Always a pleasure.
1: Always Thank you to everybody
2: pleasure. that called in. Thank you for everybody to be in here. We had a big crowd tonight, almost 700 comments. Thank you. I love you big, all. Big, big stuff. All right. We'll see you guys next Tuesday night. Eddie, always a pleasure. We love you. Get out, everybody.